Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to the Commentarians. Is this Prairie Home Companion? Husband Bulge is now a part of my permanent vocabulary. <laughs> I saw a squirrel. I am going to point out real quick, this to me is like the most disturbing scene in the entire movie. Stop listening right now and go watch Firefly. Hey, this is my podcast. I'm sorry, sorry, Joe. <laughs> We are saying that not only have we been wounded, we survive, and there's a God who heals of these wounds. Jesus isn't about the isms. Uh, he's about his kingdom. Because it is kind of like this idea that Jesus died for all of our sins, except when you have sex. And Jesus doesn't cover that. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Commentarians Coming Attractions, episode number five. Now, normally, we do things a little bit differently, where I tell you about the movie and the person by myself, but I thought uh, that we, I'm going to change that up from now on and introduce you to the person we're going to be doing this next movie with. Uh, I'd like to introduce you guys to Chris Williams. Hi, Chris. Hey, how is it going, Joe? I can't complain. Uh, we're uh, going to tell you guys about the, what movie we're going to be doing later on, but let's get to know Chris a little bit. Uh, so tell, me, tell us, Chris, uh, where are you from? I am from the Detroit area, the very cold Detroit area this morning. Ooh. So we had our we had our first snowfall of the year last night. So Oh nice. Uh, yeah, I mean it was only like I can still see the grass poking through, so it was like an inch or two, but it's it's nice to look at. I don't have to drive anywhere. So that's nice. It's cold. It's like twenty five degrees today. Cool. So, uh, so Yeah. <laughs> uh so uh tell us, uh were you raised in the church? Were you uh uh, did you come to the church later on in life after a life of debauchery? I, I did not. I am living my debauchery now. Um, <laughs> no, no uh, I, I grew up, uh, oddly enough, like I'm one of the only people I know who grew up this way, where not only were my parents very strong Christians involved in the church, grandparents on both sides were very involved in the church. All my aunts and uncles, all my cousins still really involved in the church. Like, I, I did not I, – like, I grew up going to church at, twice a week, three times if you count that I went twice on Sundays. Um, I was a youth group kid. I led a Bible study at my school. I grew up listening to Christian music, watching Christian movies. Um, yeah, I was a total – like, I went to public school. But other than that, I was, like, a total – fundamentalist baptist kid so i have grown up in the church uh my entire life it was only in my 20s when i started making friends and working alongside people who did not share my beliefs and uh so yeah yeah i definitely grew up in the church i i have a very long history of christian background that i am you know only in recently in recent years starting to wonder was that the best thing because <laughs> it's kind of not the best thing to grow up with everyone who agrees with you, because then when you disagree with people, it kind of, you don't know what to do with that. Right. And, uh, but, you know, still very much involved in the church, still uh, Christian. Um, and I'm fascinated by Christian culture, uh, sometimes in bad ways. Uh, <laughs> or, but uh, yeah, I still a believer, still very, very strong Christian. Um, it, it looks a little different than it did back then, but yeah. Nice. And so then uh, that also uh, is influential today for you because you have a, a podcast, don't you, called Cross Culture Critic? I do. Uh, I have a podcast called Cross Culture Critic um, that was originally going to be, the whole idea was I was going to talk to um, 
Christian artists. I grew up listening to Christian music, and I thought it would be really fun to do a whole podcast about Christian musicians from the 90s and early part of the 2000s, and where are they now? And uh, so I started doing that, and my first interview was with Joe Yerke of the Insiders, the, uh, the Christian ska band. And he texted me the day the interview went live and was like, hey, would you want to do something like more regular? And he became my co-host and it turned into something that I think is a lot more fun and uh, a lot less interview heavy than I had I had in mind. And I love it. I, I love doing this show. We've still got to talk to some really cool people. I got to talk to. Reese Roper of Five Iron Frenzy, uh, Steve Taylor, who made some really great Christian music. Um, but it really has become just a show where Joe and I sit down and talk about whatever's on our mind. But it always does come back to Christianity, like in our faith. Like, And it, it what I think is really fun is he's an easygoing guy, and it's easy to talk about movies and music and stuff with him. But he's also a very strong Christian, and our talks just naturally tend to come back to faith. Yeah. And it, it's been really fun, really eye-opening to do that. So, uh, yeah, check it out. It's a, I, I have a blast recording that. Yeah, that that is such a great uh, podcast because, uh, again, I, just hearing that perspective is that, like, I think one in one episode, Joe Yerke talked about how he went to a Dropkick Murphys concert and how there was this uh, uh, kind of a uh, anti-bullying kind of message. That uh, was, I guess, promoting the concert, and he, we, you guys got into this really interesting discussion about how punk rock, whether it's really anti-bullying or maybe it's like you know maybe we need to be challenged. And I thought that that was like a really interesting discussion about yeah, I remember how, that. yeah, about how Christianity is more punk rock because it's actually you know more <laughs> open to uh, you know different ideas and how more the liberal world is going more the conservative route when it comes to that. So I thought that that was really great perspective that you guys had. Yeah, that was in in our interview, the first interview, which was literally the first time I had ever met Joe. Uh, I met him at a coffee shop and we sat in his car and talked for like an hour about his time with the insiders. And the thing that's, that he said that I remembered was how, you know, they were a Christian band when they started out. And they, I mean, they were very Christian. They put out a worship album of ska music. Right. And, uh, but he's like, that was like the most punk rock thing they could do was be Christians alongside all these punk rock bands. Yeah. Because it wasn't like they're trying to judge anyone. They were just being themselves. And yeah, I, that stuck with me. Like that being Christian could be the most punk rock thing. And uh, yeah, it, it's, it's so much fun to do that show. So thank you for listening and promoting it. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't know. I just really, really love that show. Uh, I think uh, last month this is going to be coming out. Oh, on New Year's Day. So to Happy New Year's, everybody. <laughs> it's the future. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, you're also a writer. Uh, you, I think, in your uh, in your career, but also in uh, your hobbies as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was a journalist for a bit, and from there became a film critic, and so I still write about film uh, twice a month at the Gross Point News, which is a Detroit-area newspaper, um, but I also have a website, crossculturecritic.com, and I write about film and culture and faith there, and uh, yeah, yeah, I've been doing that for a while, okay. so... So yeah, I was with Pathios for a bit, which is a big Christian site, and just uh, about a month or two ago, decided to spin things off on my own site, just to kind of give me more freedom, and 
not feel the pressure to have to get a certain number of clicks to get paid. So. Right. So then let's get into the movie, and we can talk a little bit more about that. Uh, so uh, letting you guys know what movie we're going to be doing next month, I think uh, the first episode we did was the mother of all uh, Christian movies, Passion of the Christ. I think that this is a close cousin to to that, <laughs> uh, as in popularity-wise. Uh, we're going to be doing the 2014 movie God's Not Dead. Uh, according to IMDb, it's about a college philosophy professor. Mr. Radisson's curriculum uh, is challenged by his new student, Josh, who believes God's God exists. Uh, it is directed by Harold Cronk, screenplay by Hunter Dennis, Chuck uh, Kunzelman, and uh, Kerry Solomon. My pronunciation of that guy's last name hasn't gotten better. <laughs> it's uh, starring Shane Harper. Kevin Sorbo and David A.R. White, rated PG by the MPAA, had a budget of $2 million and grossed $60 million, almost $61 million there, which was really, I remember how popular that movie was when it came out. Yeah, and I think it might have been you who brought this up to me. Um, maybe not, though, but it came out about the same time as Noah, uh, which a lot of Christians hated. Right. Uh, and, and I do wonder if a lot of its success was in part of, well, let's stick it to Noah, um, <laughs> which I, I think actually grossed a fair amount of money Yeah. But uh, and, and is a really fascinating movie. But um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah $60 million, that's, that's a lot for a Christian movie. That, that right. Is a, I mean, it's not not Passion of the Christ money, but it's, it's, it's still yeah. pretty good. I mean, a, a huge success considering uh, the low budget of the film, yeah. which is funny because uh, $2 million is still, I mean, it's not, uh, it's, but it's fairly low for for films. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a low budget film. It's a independent film. Um, yeah. And it, gosh, to gross back 30 times your budget is pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and I think that Hollywood is starting to see that. That uh, I mean, I find it really interesting when an African American film uh, is put out and it makes a ton of money. Like, uh, you know, Hollywood is like, "Whoa, I didn't know that uh, that there was that we could make money off of this market." When, yeah, I mean, when there's a an untapped market, when you present them with a film for them, you know, they're going to come to it. Yeah. And so it's the same thing with Christian films. Whenever you make a, I mean, Christians don't have a ton of things that speak directly to them, and so that's why I think uh, pure flicks movies are making quite a bit of money. Unfortunately, it's a movie like this one. Yeah, uh, it is this weird thing where Christians are kind of suspect of anything that's popular, but they really want to have a popular movie. Right. <laughs> uh, but yes, it is. It is this one. This is the popular Christian. Right. According to Rotten Tomatoes, it got 15% critic rating, but a 76% audience rating. Uh, yeah. Uh, not. That uh, sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, in the, let's go to Plugged In. Plugged In gave it a score of four out of five plugs, uh, the Christian uh, you know, uh, review site. I tried to come up with a, I tried to like kind of, I always give you guys a snippet of what the critics say about the movie, of what the critics said about the movie, but I couldn't really this time because they didn't really review the film as a film. 
they kind of just talked about how much the the writer liked the movie and it's more of an article about God's Not Dead rather than a review. So I yeah, I don't know if I can read a review from there because it doesn't really tell you why the you know, whether the movie is good or not and whether you should see it or not. Although it tells you to go see it, but not in a reviewy kind of way like it should. Yeah, I, there is some good writing on there, though. Uh, Alyssa Wilkinson wrote a really good piece for Christianity Today on I it. love Alyssa uh, Wilkinson. She's such a great writer. Yes. Yes, she is. She is, like, such a scary, smart writer. And, uh, <laughs> like, like, just... She's, she's really good, and her, her review for it was really good. Um, it is definitely a movie that when you write about it, too, people have an opinion. I, I wrote about it when I was at Patheos, and it is the most widely read thing I have ever published. Right. Uh, and not, not good responses. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about that. You wrote an article about this movie. Uh, Want to tell us about that? Yeah. Um, it was Five Reasons God's Not Dead Fails Christians. Um, and, and uh, that's pretty self-explanatory. I, I saw this movie not upon release, but I think I saw it like a week before God's Not Dead 2 came out because I was planning to see and review God's Not Dead 2. Mm-hmm. And so I watched it. I was telling you this in the pre-show. I, I watched it the Saturday before Easter, which is historically and traditionally the day when God was actually dead. Um <laughs> And, and I watched it. My wife was in the other room getting Easter dinner ready, and I was screaming at the screen. I was just – I was livid over this movie. Um, it, it's a movie that's really weird because a lot of Christian movies are kind of well-intentioned and poorly made. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is actually a movie that is actually competently made, like composed, and it's technically fine. But it's just so misguided and – honestly like mean-spirited yeah and i just i like it just feels in many ways it's a very problematic movie like it just continues this divide between christians and non-christians uh this culture of fear i i don't think it pays attention to what the real struggle is when christians really get into college like the faith struggle is more internal it's not external and it really it's a it's stereotypes to no end uh christians and (laughs) non-christians and so yeah so we're going to be talking about that about what and i wanted to let you guys know yes we don't like this movie and we're not here to bag on the movie we're not going to just be making fun of the movie uh the entire time although we do have fun while talking about this movie (laughs) but i wanted the reason i want to do this movie is because I want to talk about what makes a good movie and what makes a bad movie. And that's the discussion we're going to be having. So even if you like the movie, please, I want you guys to join us. And even if you disagree, we want you guys to disagree with us and write to us and talk and have this discussion. And I think that uh, that's why I wanted to do this movie. I wanted to open up a discussion about why Christian films aren't doing so well as far as getting their message out there, even though they do make quite a bit of money. So that's the episode that I want to do. I want to discuss filmmaking and why Christian films can do better. So, yeah. yeah. So thank you guys for listening. That's about it. These are going to be shorter because I think that uh, I kind of make longer episodes when I'm by myself because I stutter a lot. And, 
you know, have a lot of pauses and stuff. So I think that uh, from now on, uh, this is how we're going to be doing the coming attractions episode. So thank you guys for listening. We will see you in a couple of weeks. If you want to watch the movie with us, uh, you can find it uh, on anywhere. Any streaming service uh, has it. You can rent it on any of those streaming services. I can't find it anywhere for free. Unless you get Pure Flix, the Netflix for Christian films, they have this movie as well as a plethora of other uh, Christian films. But uh, so, yeah. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoy the film, uh, sort of. Uh, but uh, Enjoy our discussion of the film. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoy our discussion on the film. <laughs> there, That's a better way to put it. Uh, but yeah, and again, as always, you don't have to watch the movie. Uh, because our discussion is very broad. It's very much about uh, the film itself. and uh, so. But if you do want to watch it with us, you can f- find it on Pure Flix or, any, or rent it anywhere else. And uh, it, I think it's an enjoyable discussion. So, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. And I hope uh, to see you guys in a couple of weeks. Bye. You've been listening to the Commentarians Podcast, a Raven Creek Social Club production. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review on iTunes. If you'd like to support our show, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thecommentarians. Thank you for listening, and until next time, remember, movies are a reflection of our lives and of other people's lives, and we get to experience them together. Come back to the movies with us. We love sharing them with you.